0: It's Bree. Welcome back to Dining Hall Hours. This week I will be the only one hosting because Alexa decided to leave me and go to New York and live her best life. But luckily we have our lovely and talented guest, my friend Andrea. She is a mechanical engineer. She studied that same discipline in college. She graduated from UCLA in 2019 and she was a friend that I like randomly approached during undergrad. So thank you for joining me yes thank you for having me of course let's get right into the interview prior to undergrad let's hear the story of like your application and determining whether or not you wanted to
1: attend UCLA with or without your sister so honestly my dream school was always Stanford and like I only had Stanford in my head and that's what I always just like worked towards but obviously I was going to apply to other schools so I applied to like I think I applied to like four or five UCs and then I applied to Stanford. I applied mm-hmm. to, um, I applied to Harvard just for fun.
0: <laughs> oh, you did? Did you go through like the interview process
1: and all of that? No, I went. To, I went through the interview process for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, obviously I didn't get accepted. <laughs> I probably would, <laughs> honestly, I probably would have gone if I if I got accepted to like either Harvard or yeah I probably would have gone there just because like it's Harvard and Yale, you know what I mean? But that's true. But yeah, um, and then. So I didn't get into Stanford because if I did, I would have gone to Stanford. (laughs) And then honestly, UCLA was never really like on my radar. Like I never like thought I I was gonna go to UCLA. Like I never did. Mm -hmm. But like after I got rejected from Stanford, basically my top two choices were Berkeley and UCLA. And then I was so close to going to Berkeley, and like one of the reasons for that was because me and Sophia, like me and my sister, um, we always said like we needed to separate. And we're like, oh, we should go to different schools. Like, we've been together our whole lives. So I was like, okay. And she had already decided on UCLA. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll go to Berkeley. But then I got into Berkeley for architecture. Oh. And and then I decided, like, I was like, okay, architecture is low-key a dying field. So I was like, I don't know if I should do architecture. And then I was like, but transferring into engineering at Berkeley is like so hard. Like it's basically impossible. Like I was looking it up and I was like, everyone's like, you can't do it. And it's like so cutthroat. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to go to UCLA because I got into UCLA for engineering. Right. So that's why I chose UCLA. And then I like visited the campus and I liked it because I visited... Berkeley too and I was like I mean Berkeley's cool but like I was like yes I'm going to go to UCLA so then we both ended up going to UCLA even though they had we don't want to go to the same school like, <laughs> we're going to be apart and
0: then you guys find yourself together yet again.
1: Yeah. But then we're like okay let's not room together then.
0: Did you guys try to avoid each other?
1: No like yeah we did. Like honestly the first quarter that was probably the least I had ever seen her like in my life like we usually we would spend together. <laughs> <laughs> We would spend like every day together but Um, like before that and then when we got to college like the first quarter I barely saw her which is like weird to think about now like I'm like damn I see her every day but like yeah we didn't see each other that often like she was hanging out with her roommate I would hang out with my roommate and like the people in my hall and then yeah so that's how that went and then we started hanging out again like second quarter
0: quarter later (laughs) yeah (laughs) you had enough separation okay but I want to go back to um your major, and, like,
1: how you decided that prior to entering college? I applied to architecture at Yale, and then, honestly, I was all over the place when I was applying to school. I was, like, I don't know what I want to do. The only reason, like, yeah, like, engineering wasn't on my radar until, like, my senior year of, um, not my senior year, what was it, my junior year of um, high school when we were applying to colleges, because um, my physics teacher, she was, like, one of my favorite teachers, and she was, like, and I was really good at physics, so I was, like, oh, she, like, kind of, like, told me about it she's like maybe you should look into engineering and I I didn't even know what that was honestly. <laughs> but she made me kind of look into it and I was like mm, like maybe and then I always like knew I was good at math and I, I, I like science and I was like okay like I'm not gonna be a doctor because that's too much school like I can't do that I'm not gonna do go through eight years of school so I was like what's other another like scientific like field that I can do without doing too much school and that's engineering because you don't really like right yeah i just got a bachelor's degree and like you can still get a good job with a bachelor's degree you know so i was like okay i'll apply for engineering um i didn't really know what i was getting myself into but you know <laughs> i still applied and then architecture was just something that i like always liked but then like after i got into programs for architecture i realized like i was like i don't know if i can make money with this like i don't know <laughs> so i was like you know what I'm just gonna do engineering because it's a safer it's a safer route for me so that's how I kind of chose up
0: I like how you said in the beginning like I don't know what engineering is I don't think anybody really knows what engineering is I know I I still (laughs) don't we had our our friend Kyle come on he's a civil engineer and we were asking him
1: the most ridiculous questions because it's such a like I don't know mysterious field it is I feel like every engineer does something different like like, we can't, yeah. we can't say like, this is what, like, it's just weird. I don't know. Back to undergrad. Mm-hmm. What were your classes like? What were your engineering classes mm-hmm. like? <laughs> um, so like, before I even started classes, like I had this, cause I, I was like in this um diversity program, basically like all the like black and Hispanic students were in like, were put into like a diversity for engineering, some like a program like that. And so like, mm-hmm. we like met with everyone before classes even started and they were like scaring me. They were like, oh, this is so cutthroat. It's so hard. Like, and I was like, what am I doing? Like, this sounds like terrible. <laughs> like, am I gonna make it through? But yeah, so I was like really scared going into it. And I think, and then my counselor was like, oh yeah, you should only start taking like three classes. So I only took three classes, like my first year, all of my first year, I only took three classes a quarter. Yeah, and it was definitely hard for sure. I think for me, like the math classes, like the first couple ones, like 31A, 31B were okay for me, except okay, (laughs) I remember like our first, my first final I took at UCLA, I literally cried. (laughs) I I was like, oh my gosh, it was so hard. And then like, I got my grade back and I think I got like a D or something. And I I was like, I'm not going to make it. Like I'm going to fail college. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. But then I realized, like, everybody got a D. I was like, okay. (laughs) I ended up still getting an A in the class. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, my first year was, like, all... um, It was, like, math, chemistry, and then... Oh, I didn't know you took chem. Oh, you took the um, chem
0: for engineers, right?
1: Yeah, chem for engineers. Okay. And, like, my chemistry class was actually not too bad because my teacher, she was, like, she was cool. And she was, I don't know, she, like, very... She prepared us very well for like all the exams. Like mm-hmm. she basically gave us the answers for the exams. So like it wasn't, I, I passed that class very easily. Uh-huh. But um once I got to physics, that's when it went downhill for me.
0: <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people struggled.
1: Yeah, physics was on a whole another level. Like I liked my high school physics. And then when I when I started doing college physics, it was like, I don't know what the heck is going on. But, I
0: can only imagine.
1: Yeah, it was rough. So, like, the first year, it wasn't too bad until I got to physics. And then after that, it kind of just went downhill for me.
0: <laughs> hey, but she made it. She graduated. I made it. I made it. No, I think she's being very, like, hard on herself. She did extremely well. I She was always, like, on top of her stuff, doing mm-hmm. well in her grades. I, would, I never worried about Andrea. I knew she was going to make it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I never worry.
0: <laughs> How did you decide on mechanical engineering? I remember in undergrad you would kind of go back and forth and you even consi- mm-hmm. considered civil at one point, right? Yeah, I
1: so I went in, I think I got in for undeclared. It was undeclared engineering. And so when I got when I started school, I was like set on doing civil, but then I took like an intro course to civil and I thought it was the most boring thing ever. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this. Um, and then I was like, Okay, so then what am I going to do? And then so I was like, looking at the different like engineering disciplines and mechanical, the reason why I chose it, honestly, was because it's like the broadest one, like, it's literally the most generic one out of all of them. It's not specific. And I was like, I don't know what I want to do yet. So I'm just going to choose this because it'll give me like the most the most options for later. Got it. So does that mean that for
0: mechanical engineering, you could kind of go into multiple industries?
1: Yeah, you definitely can. Like people go into the space industry, people go into um, like defense, people go into, you can literally you can even do civil like from a mechanical engineering degree. So like, that's why I was like, if I change my mind later, I can still go into that field. So I was like, I'm just going to stick with this.
0: Smart girl, smart girl. <laughs> now I want to know a little bit more about your social and personal life as an undergrad student. What are the things that you
1: like to do? Mm-hmm. Okay. So honestly it was okay. For freshman year, I just kind of hung out with the people in my, on my hall and like the people that lived in my building and then that was, like, first quarter. And then I started hanging out with my sister again. <laughs> I started hanging out with her and her roommate. And we, like, went out and stuff. That was, like, also my first experience really going out. Because in, in high school, I never went out. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't drink. I didn't do any of that. So I think when I got to college, it was definitely, like, a new experience for me. And, yeah, I feel like I went out a lot. <laughs> I went out a lot my freshman year, and I had fun. Good for you. Um, Yeah. And then... In terms of like extracurriculars, I don't even know what I did. Like what did I even do my freshman year? I think I was in like some engineering clubs, but I barely even went <laughs> to be <laughs> I barely even went to meetings my freshman year. Hey, but they're on your resume. I know exactly that's all I, that's, that's all I needed. Um, and then and then like sophomore year, my sister, she joined a sorority, and like basically everyone I knew was in a sorority, so honestly, I'm not even gonna lie like sophomore year was a like lonely year for me. <laughs> It was like kind of lonely. Crap, I forgot that she was in a sorority. Yeah, she was in a sorority. And like, basically everyone I knew was in a sorority. So they all had their like sorority events. And like, every time like, they would all do their thing. I was just like, what am I supposed to do now? Because I, I was not into the sorority life. Like I knew it wasn't for me. So I was like, I'm not gonna do it. But like, basically everyone I knew was in it. So yeah, I feel like sophomore year was kind of lonely for me. And then junior year, um that's when I started joining more stuff like I did um JRF which is jazz reggae festival
0: oh, So I was yeah, like yeah. on
1: the yeah I was on the production team for that um and I wish I would have done that sooner because I feel like like if I have any advice for anyone it's like get involved in stuff sooner for sure mm-hmm. um because I regret that's like one of my biggest regrets in of college is like not doing stuff sooner um because it's just like I feel like it's a way to like network it's also a way to make friends um and just like build your resume build your resume and just I don't know so yeah I started doing more stuff my junior year and then senior year I also did it again and I did like the um fast which was like the fashion club at UCLA so yeah um, I would say like freshman and sophomore year, I didn't do that many extracurriculars, which I regret. And then towards the end, I started getting more involved and stuff.
0: Did you ever consider joining a sorority when you were feeling lonely? Um, no. <laughs> I knew really? I thought you
1: were I thought you were like this close to going and joining. one. No, I knew what it was gonna be like. And I just know myself like I know I would not have lasted in like Even during the rush process, like from what my sister told me, I was like, I know I would have quit during the rush process because I was like, I can't do it. I just can't. Um, Also, it was like super expensive. So I was like, I am not about to pay for this. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I just, I'm not about to pay for it. Like, I don't know. And also like another thing is with my sister, because my sister was in a sorority, low-key, like I still got the perks of being in a sorority because she would take me to all her stuff you were the plus one. Yeah, I was always the plus one. So I got all the perks without having to pay anything. And like, I was like, I'm cool with that. She ended up dropping like a year after. So I don't know. Yeah, I we I kind of knew it wasn't going to be for her either. So I was like, I mean, you you do you but like, I don't know. It's not for me.
0: I already knew it. Yeah, I mean, it's probably cool that she got to like experience it get it out of her system. And then she's like, Okay, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah you mentioned like regretting not joining things earlier in college. Is there anything else that you would kind of reverse if you were to go back?
1: I think that's just like my main thing is just doing more stuff. Also, like looking for more internships earlier on, because I was for some reason, I wasn't concerned about that. Like I did not think (laughs) like I did not think about it. Like, no, I feel
0: like we were both in the same boat too. like, I don't think it really crossed my mind that I would have a next step after college. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I am in college. What
1: what what comes after this? I'm not preparing. Like, I don't know why, but I was not thinking about my future. I really wasn't. And I know that's not sad to say, but like, it's really just how it went for me. Like, it didn't hit me until like super late. And I feel like I would have had a lot more, um, like not opportunities, but like a lot more options after graduating if I would have like just had more internships or just taken that more seriously. So that's definitely like my biggest regret.
0: Were a lot of the engineering stu- students kind of like on top of that during undergrad?
1: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, everyone was on top of it, I feel like. And I don't know, I don't know why I was just like chilling. Like I I saw them doing stuff and I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you I already had a lot on your play, okay? You you're fine and you made it. Yeah, I still I you know, I still turned out fine. So it's it's okay, but like yeah, if I that's like when am I my things that I would change for sure what's
0: one of your favorite memories about undergrad
1: I don't know I think I just like the times that I went out were fun um it's just like having I think like the thing about college is like having everyone so close to you because like you don't realize like after you graduate it's so hard to like meet up with people and like like your social life is so different after you graduate like you take it for granted when you're in college and you have like everyone around you and you could just hit somebody up and be like oh let's go get food or like. Because everyone's in the same area, so I feel like just having like a community is kind of what I miss. Yeah.
0: Do you ever reminisce about college and be like, "Dang, like I miss it. I want to go back." Yes,
1: all the time. <laughs> I hate being an adult.
0: I really hate. <laughs> it. it is not for me. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> I was I was struggling in undergrad, but man,
1: I I would I would take the struggle over maybe being an adult. Yeah. Like I feel like when I was at UCLA, I would kind of like. I would feel like I was kind of a hater like I was a hater of of UCLA when I was there because I was just like (laughs) I don't know because I was like oh school is hard I was like why why am I like I don't know and then when I look back I'm like no I have like a good college experience I don't know why I was like out here tripping all the time like that's how I was no and I remember telling Sophie I was like one
0: time we were at dinner the three of us Mm -hmm. and I was like I hate it here. I'm done with UCLA. (laughs) (laughs) And then Sophia hits me with the like, I love it here.
1: (laughs) And I was just like, great. I definitely had my ups and downs. Like there was times where I was like, I love it here. And then there was times where I was like, uh, like, get me out of here. But but no, like when I look back overall, it definitely was like a good college experience. And I don't like regret choosing ucla because i know i feel like if i would have gone to berkeley i would have had a whole different like i don't know like it would have been a lot different so i don't regret it i can't imagine
0: what your life would be like
1: i think i i think i literally would be a whole different person if i went to berkeley
0: you probably would and then like not having your sister there too i feel like it was actually very beneficial for you guys to go to the same college
1: yeah it was it was super nice to have her for sure
0: i don't think we ever mentioned this was so my bad on this but like Andrea and Sophia are twins. They're literally the same age. They're fraternal twins. And they got to attend college together. Oh, another thing to hype Andrea up. She did her engineering degree in four years. So props to her. Oh Yeah,
1: it was rough. Did and you do like summer school too? Though? I did summer school. I had to because like, okay, I think my this is what I'm talking about when I say I didn't think about my future. Like, <laughs> like, my like freshman year, I only took three classes a quarter when I should have been taking four because I was just like, I was just chilling. I was like, enjoying my life. Just, you know, it's like a new experience. And then, and then it hit me that I was like, oh shoot, like I need to start like, you know taking more classes if I want to graduate in four years. Like, so yeah, yeah, I kind of like was struggling at the end to finish, but I was like, I'm going to do it. Like, I I just don't want to be stuck here longer. I'm sure you're glad that you did, because imagine if
0: you had waited a year, and then you had been class of 2020, and then that's not the business. Oh, I know.
1: I know. Yeah. I'm glad it turned out the way it did, for sure.
0: So, to put a wrap on our undergrad, on your undergrad experience, um, I have to ask, what was your favorite dining hall mm-hmm. and your favorite dish at the dining hall?
1: Ooh. Okay. So, I see. I also went through phases of the dining halls. Okay. Freshman year, um... Denev was my, like, that was my place. Girl, I gained 15 pounds. From- <laughs> I gained 15 <laughs> pounds freshman year. Like, literally in, like, a month, I gained 15 pounds. because like, I would go to Denev for, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, like, eat everything. Amazing. Like, it was so bad. And then... <laughs> Andrea's like, the freshman 15 are not a joke. No, it was not a joke for me. Like, it happened so quick. But then, like, sophomore year, I started, like, working out a little bit. And then I went to B Plate for the first time. <laughs> I went to B Plate, and that's like our healthy dining hall. And like at first, I was hating on B Plate because I was like, oh, like it's all healthy. Like this does not look good. But then Sophia put me on to like some of the good stuff there. So then I started going there a lot because they actually had some like you have to go on the specific days where they had like all the good like stuff. But they had this I forgot what it was called. I think it was like a it was like a carne asada like pesto flatbread thing oh okay And it was so good it was so good like it doesn't I mean it kind of sounds good the way I described it but like the name of it like the actual name of it didn't sound good but Sophia was like you need to try it and I was always like a hater and I was like no it doesn't look good I'm not trying it and then when I tried it I was like (laughs) that sounds like something I would
0: actually eat I swear the menu was always like this exotic food and I'm like but that sounds
1: very edible okay (laughs) yeah no it was good it was good and then they also had this like chipotle chicken bowl that was good. Those were like the two things I liked from Deep <laughs> Remember when you went through your Rondé phase though? I feel like you would go off Oh, yeah. Freshman year, I went to Rondé. Because I, I lived in Hedrick Hall. Uh-huh. So like Hedrick is right next to Rondé. So I would go to Rondé all the time. <laughs> I would get the nachos. I think I went to the Mexican side more, but then I also went to the Asian side. So I don't know. Yeah, but I definitely had a Rondé phase. Very nice. Very interesting. Okay,
0: moving on to your post grad life. Andrea has graduated. She, mm. you were looking for jobs near the mm-hmm. end of senior year. Tell us what that was like.
1: Okay, so honestly, I got really, really lucky because I applied. Okay, I think I applied to like one job, and then my friend, my other friend, Breed. <laughs> her, um, her cousin was a recruiter. at uh, the company that I work for now. And he was like, oh, like send me a resume and like, I'll, I'll put it into like this system. And then we're having like a career fair, you should come. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know. Like I, I hadn't gone through like the interview process before. So I was like, I don't know like how I'm going to do. And it was like a pretty big company that I never thought I would work for. Cause I was like, I just would never get a job there. Cause I know it's like too like hard for me to get into that. Like I would never work there. Like it's just too hard. Um, uh-huh. but i ended up going because i was like okay i need interviewing practice anyway so i was like might as well just use it as that like i probably won't get a job but it's fine like i'll just like you know learn how to talk to people like recruiters and stuff so then i went work yeah. yeah i went and i was like i'm just gonna pretend like i'm confident <laughs> so i went there i went go. in there like pretending like i knew my stuff when i really didn't but like i just pretended like i did um And then like, I, there was like basically just like a group of managers, you would just go around and talk to them. And I talked to a couple, the first guy I talked to, he did not like me. Like he did not, he was not into it. He asked me like super hard questions, like very technical questions. And I was like, I don't know what you're saying. Like I made up some stuff and obviously it was like wrong. And he just looked at me kind of crazy. I was like, okay, yeah, this guy's definitely not hiring me. And then like, I talked to this other guy. like literally five minutes because like the event was about to end and he was like and he was the one who gave me Mm -hmm. the job and i he didn't ask me like anything about like engineering anything about like even like what i did in school it was all like he was like telling me about his daughter like stuff like that and just like personal stuff and then he's like oh yeah like he's the one who gave me the job and i was like okay like okay (laughs) i'm not mad about it i'm not mad about it so yeah so basically. Yeah, that was like the first job I interviewed for and they gave me an offer and I was like, I'm just gonna take it. Cause honestly, like I'm not gonna get a better offer anywhere else. Like I already knew I wasn't going to. Cause I didn't have like- Really? Yeah, I knew, I didn't have like internship experience. I was like, there's no way. And like, it's a good company. And I was like, I don't know how the heck I managed to pull an offer here, but I did. So I was like, I'm gonna Jump take it. it. So it was honestly, uh-huh. I didn't do a lot of work in searching for jobs. Like I just got really lucky.
0: Had you applied to other places prior? No. (laughs) Here and there?
1: Oh, wow. It was literally the first place that I, like, even submitted my resume to. Crap, that's crazy. Well, I feel like not a lot of people have that luck, but good for you. No, exactly. That's why I'm, like, I got lucky because, like, that's why I should have done more internships and stuff, and I feel like that would have helped me. But the only reason I was able to get, like, such a good job was because of the recruiter that my... Mm -hmm um friend you and that's why i'm saying like connections are so important and i just got lucky yeah. with that but like if i would have known more people it's just so much easier to like get jobs and stuff
0: right were you set on like staying in la or were you open to other cities and other job opportunities
1: before you s- applied and said yes mm-hmm. i was open to la i was open to the bay i don't know about leaving mm-hmm. california because i don't know i feel like that would have been too much for me at that time <laughs> Do you think you could ever,
0: like, not live in California? I don't – you know what?
1: I always say, like, yes, but then I'm, like – I think about it, and I'm, like, damn, I would be lonely, though. Like, I would be so lonely. Like, I think I would right? be so sad. <laughs> hey, unless Sophia goes with you. Exactly. Like, I feel like if I had somebody go with me, like, it would be easier because I'd be, like, okay, at least I have you. We could do stuff together, all this stuff. But right, um, just thinking about, like, leaving and, like, not having anybody, it's – I don't know – I, don't know. I know like scary. I give props I know, but, to all the people that do that I think if I like if I was offered like a dream job somewhere mm-hmm. then I would like highly consider it for sure yeah
0: yeah it's really brave of people but sorry I got off topic I've been watching tiktok I've been seeing people just move and like I'm like it's crazy
1: I know when I, the other brie she just moved to Europe I saw
0: I saw on linkedin dude that's like that's something that I could only dream of you know, like I admire like I'm like, dang, I would love to just be the main character and pick up and like move to
1: freaking Europe. She's having a great time though. Like she's met so many people and like she's living like literally living her best wow. life. And I'm like, Girl, I wish I, I could do that.
0: <laughs> I couldn't though. It's just like it's it's a lot of risk. I don't know. Um back to back to your original job offer and all of that. Oh actually, okay. I wanna step it way back. Let's Mm -hmm. try to define mechanical engineering for those who do not know what it is, including myself.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm going to really struggle with this one. Uh Mechanical engineering. So I would just say it's like basically like creating anything that involves creating like something that moves. Uh It's like something that requires like mechanical... See, I'm struggling already. Something that requires like anything that requires movement, like robotics or like um, literally like a plane, like a car, anything like that, you need mechanical engineering to like build it. I don't know. I don't know how to describe Let's it. Let's
0: see. This is, this is straight from Wikipedia to help you out.
1: Okay. Mechanical
0: engineering is an engineering branch that combines engineering physics and mathematics principles <laughs> with material science to design, <laughs> analyze, manufacture, and maintain
1: mechanical systems.
0: What okay. the hell does that like, I clarify not it?
1: Exactly. That like, doesn't even describe anything. It's very broad. Yeah. It seems extremely
0: broad. Um, do you feel comfortable sharing the name of your company or not? Yeah. I work for Raytheon. Okay. What, what do they do?
1: They are a national defense slash aerospace company. So they're like a government contractor. So like a lot of people that work there have um, security clearances. I do not. Yeah, they do. They do stuff for the government and then there's also just um, aerospace stuff. So anything that involves like um, radar, satellites, stuff like that. Interesting. What were your
0: first three months like?
1: Um, I didn't do much my first three months. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I literally <laughs> did not do much. Um because okay. like okay, so the year that I went in or that I started, they hired a lot of people that year cuz they were having like a lot of they mm-hmm. had a lot of demand like they needed more employees, so they just like did a bunch of hiring. So like a lot of people started around the same time and then like I feel like a lot of us didn't really have work for a long time cuz like they just hired so many people that like now it's like, "Oh, what are we going to give them to do?" So like for 3 months I literally just did like trainings. And like, that's literally it for like three months, like literally three months. And then I started really doing stuff like, yeah, like three months in, I would say. So I was just, I was chilling. I was just chilling.
0: What is that stuff you started doing after three months of training?
1: So I started, basically I took like a training, basically I think, okay. So for engineering, I feel like you don't really know what you're going to do until you get there and they train you for it. like. I honestly feel like I'm not really using anything that I learned in school. <laughs> yeah. Like really? I don't think, yeah, I'm not really using anything that I learned in school. Like I feel like everything that I'm doing now, I got trained for while I was at my company. Okay. Um, so basically I did like a training course in SolidWorks, which is like a 3d modeling program. Um, and like a lot of mechanical engineers do work with that uh so yeah i did a training course in that and then i started doing like drawings. so it's like two-dimensional drawings so basically like you design something in 3d on the three-dimensional program and then you make a drawing for it and you put it like into a two-dimensional drawing and then that's kind of how you like order something like if you wanted to order like a part or something you put it on a drawing you put dimensions on it you put like instructions for how to build it and then you send it out to like another company that's going to build it for you and that's like how we order parts so that's basically what I started doing and that's kind of still what I'm doing now so
0: so basically your boss tells you like hey can you build or can you design this part for me and then you go do the 3d and then they Turn it into 2D and then you're done. Yeah, basically <laughs> a very simplified version. Basically, of it. you're like I
1: work eight hours a day for Brie to say. Basically, she does this. Yeah, basically that's like what I've been doing for the most part. Would you say that your work is challenging? Mm, it's not challenging. I think it's definitely like you just you get better at it as the more you do it. And I feel like now that I've been doing it for like two years, it's just like it's not hard. I think it's kind of overwhelming at first when they're asking you to do stuff. And especially like at a new company, you don't know like what anything means. Cause there's, that's one thing about like engineering. There's so many terms and stuff. And like, I was like so lost, like I would go to meetings and people would be talking all these technical terms. And I was like, I don't know what is going on right now. And, um, another thing is like engineering is a very male dominated field. So like, I'm pretty much always the only girl in like all my meetings or like all my teams and stuff and then like I'm also like the youngest employee usually so that was overwhelming kind of because I was just you know it's like scary (laughs) like I just felt like I was so like I didn't know anything and everyone was like so smart yeah like but then when you when you are there for a while you start to learn like what everything means and then everything starts making sense and then you don't feel as much of like an imposter as like as I did like the first like three months, I was there for sure.
0: So what is like the workplace? Like, are you making friends with your boy coworkers?
1: So okay, so the thing about that is COVID happened. And so I was oh, yeah. okay, I was working at my company, like in the office for the first, mm-hmm. like six months. So I was only in the office for six months, and then COVID hit. And then we all went um and did work from home. And ever since mm-hmm. March 2020, I've been working from home. <laughs> wow. So like, I've worked at home longer than I've worked in the office. Um, so yeah, it's definitely different. It's not what I thought I would be doing. Um, but the first six months I was there, there was actually like, because they hired a lot of people, like the year that I got hired, there was like a lot of like younger employees. Okay. Um, so. I actually like, yeah, there was a lot of cool people. Um, we went to like events together, like I went to basketball games with my coworkers and stuff. So I feel like the work mm-hmm. environment was actually not too bad. Yeah. Obviously it was like a lot of older people, but you kind of just if you stick with your like the younger people, um, it wasn't too bad. Um and then but then yeah, we got hit with the work from home. So I honestly like I kinda lost contact with a lot of like <laughs> my younger <laughs> co Yeah, like a lot of them. Also just a lot of them have already left the company. I feel like a lot of people Oh like, really? yeah, a lot of people have That's already like left. Yeah. It's been like, cause everyone was there for around two years. And I feel like two years is like the time when people start like leaving.
0: How do you like working from home?
1: Um, I love it. <laughs> I, I did too. Girl. Yeah. I love working from home. And like, the reason for that is like, um, I feel like you just have more flexibility. Like you can do other stuff. Like you can multitask. Like I can do laundry mm-hmm. while I'm working or like, I can do like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it just like, feels like, cause I feel like when you work in the office, um, it can feel like your whole life kind of revolves around work. Cause like you go to the office and then you come back and you're tired and you're just like, okay, I'm just going to go to sleep. And it's like, you do it all over again. But I feel like when I'm at home, like I can get more stuff done. Um, right. the only con to it is, in my opinion, is like, just. Not seeing anybody, <laughs> like I'm literally in my house like 24/7, and like although I love being at home, like I'm a homebody, but it can get a little boring sometimes. And like sometimes I'm like, right. yeah, I wish I did have like my coworkers, like I wish I did have like some type of human interaction, like. <laughs> but for the most part, I do like working from home just because it's like it gives you more flexibility.
0: So you mentioned how the two-year mark was kind of when everybody, you know, took their flight. What are you up to? Are you mm-hmm. like shopping around other companies? Are you <laughs> like, I like it here. I'm comfortable. I'm going to stay, promote within maybe. I don't know if that's something you're interested in. If, you're, if you are like your role right now, what,
1: what are you up to? So I recently got promoted. <gasps> Congrats. So... <laughs> So, yeah, so I was kind of waiting for that because I was like, I know the two year mark is when you start to get like my company is like every two years pretty much is when you start getting promoted. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of waiting for that. So then that happened like a couple weeks ago. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that happened like a couple weeks ago. it It was literally so casual. Like my boss was like, oh um do you have time to chat and I thought it was gonna be something bad like I was so nervous I was like what did I do like mm-hmm. and then she's like oh no 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 it's a good thing and I was like okay and then she's just like oh so yeah you got promoted and I was like okay <laughs> cool <laughs> cool um but yeah so I got promoted but so what are you like engineer two now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh, <laughs> Basically, yeah I was engineer one and now it's engineer two <laughs> it literally Congrats. like you're your title like it's literally only the title that changes. Like I'm still doing the same stuff. So I'm like, I don't know. Hey, that's um, that's but, good. though you don't have the address. I know. Stress. You're chilling. I know, I was like, I'm chilling. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I've okay, I've gotten pretty comfortable at my company. And mm-hmm. like I feel like there's like definitely a lot of pros just because I feel like the company I work for is very flexible in terms of like work life balance, like the working from home thing. Mm-hmm. I like that they let us do that. Um and like if you have like a doctor's appointment or if you have to go do something they're not going to be like no like if you have to do it in the middle of the day like you can go as long as you don't as long as you still get your stuff done. So it's like I like that and like we have good benefits. Um we have something called 980 so like I get every other Friday off because I work like 9 hours. If you work 9 hours a day then you you get every other Friday off. So it's just nice like they have options like that. Um and like everyone's super nice. Like I haven't had any like issues at my company. So I've definitely gotten comfortable, but I also feel like that's like a blessing and a curse. Like I don't want to get too comfortable. Uh-huh. Um, So I don't know. I think pretty soon I'm going to start like seeing what's out there, seeing what else is out there. I don't know if I'm going to leave or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to leave or not. Like I think it would take a lot for me to leave just because like I do like um, that my company is so flexible. But I feel like I would regret not trying something if I like something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely like am open to it. And I think I'm gonna start looking around and seeing what else there is. And if there's something that I'm like super interested in, then I'm gonna like apply, you know, apply for yeah. it yeah good for you seeing how that goes yeah I mean
0: even if like it doesn't work out it sounds like your little gig you got going on is working out well for you so
1: exactly that's why I'm like I'm not super pressed about it I'm not like oh my gosh like I have to like leave I'm like I'm chilling like it'll you know I'll just like casually start looking And if I find something that I really like then you know I'll like try try to see where that takes me but yeah I think I thing yeah. that's
0: scary too mm-hmm. is like grass is kind of greener on the other side you know so what if you get to your new company and you're like
1: oh I should have just stayed at the other one you know that's what that's literally my biggest fear (laughs) like because like that's the thing like I've heard that like people like that work at my company right now they're like a lot of people think the grass is greener elsewhere but trust me it's not Yeah. it's not and I'm like because like I know a lot of people that left the company that I Mm work for and then came back oh okay um yeah so I'm like I don't know like that makes me nervous
0: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: I'm like I don't want to like be in a worse off place you know what I mean like I would be so like sad if that happened so so yeah that's what I'm saying like it would take like a really good opportunity for me to like leave I think
0: that's good well I feel like the odds are kind of in your favor anyways so I think you're good (laughs) um you talked a little bit about being a little bit lonely during work mm-hmm. or no not being lonely but like more so being trapped in your house but now mm-hmm. you live with your sister again yeah. and your best friend mm-hmm. so what, what what are you guys up to
1: so yeah i think okay i was living with my other roommates in like for the first year that i was working
0: oh crap you lived at newport beach
1: no no i live in redondo
0: beach <laughs> oh, okay okay whatever some beach like <laughs> <It's>, it was
1: <laughs> living this life okay? it was a beach Luxurious. Town. And it was cool. I like, it's a really nice area. Um, but the only thing about it is like, I just got kind of bored. Like, I feel like there's not that much to do. It's mostly just a lot of like families that live there. It's like, kind of like a rich area. And it's just like, I don't know, there wasn't that much to do. And I'm like, I'm young, like, I want to be surrounded by like young people and like, right places to go out. So I definitely knew that I wanted to move. And then my sister wanted to move. And then my, my friend got into USC. So she's like, I need to move to LA. And I'm like, Okay, like, let's all move. Um, So then we decided on West Hollywood. So now we live here. And, like, we're surrounded by, like, a lot of, like, bars, all that. Like, a lot of young people live here. So I think, like, I feel like for the year that I was in Redondo, I didn't really, like, go out or, like, do anything. (laughs) But now, like, I've already, like, started going out more than I did, like, the past year. So, well, I mean, it was also COVID, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it worked out fine.
1: Yeah. So now, like, I feel like we started going out more and stuff. So I'm, like, looking forward to the rest of this year and the next year. Hopefully, like, COVID, COVID doesn't get worse. But, yeah.
0: Do you have any, like, cool trips planned? I know you guys just went to Jamaica, no?
1: We went to Jamaica, yeah. And um, that was great. I loved it. highly recommend it looked like a lot of fun you guys were really out there (laughs) crashing weddings I know I was keeping up with y'all I know it was so fun I can't believe we crashed the wedding but that really did happen like I was like it was crazy um yeah I that was really fun and it made me like want to travel more I'm like I don't know why I'm spending my money on like clothes and stuff when I could (laughs) I could be just like traveling and doing it it's like it's so fun when you're like somewhere else and you don't have and like any obligations and you're just chilling like enjoying life like it's honestly yeah. the best so that made me like want to travel more and then I was telling you how um Bree, she moved to Europe so we're thinking mm-hmm. of like visiting her soon so I don't know if it's gonna be this year or next year but I definitely want to go to Europe because I, I have never been and I was supposed to go in 2020 but then COVID happened oh we yeah. had to cancel our trip what was, what made me mad about like canceling our Europe trip was like, we found tickets for so cheap to go to London. It was like, I forgot how much it was. I think it was like $300 like round trip. No way. <laughs> yeah. Round trip. So I was like, dim, wow. like, yeah, like it was, it was crazy. So we're like, yeah, we're gonna go to Europe. We're gonna live our best lives, and then COVID was like, no, <laughs> no. So yeah, we were like really salty about it. But um I'm
0: assuming Brie has a like apartment since so she's doing yeah, she has an, an apartment. Mm-hmm.
1: So you can save. I'm over here inviting you to her apartment. We'll yeah, <laughs> <laughs> save on housing. No, yeah, she's already she already invited us. So yeah, we're gonna save money on housing, which is good. But yeah, I'm trying to go to. She's in France right now, but um, her program, the way it works is like, she's going to be in France until the end of the year. And then she's going to England for three months or not England, but somewhere in the UK, um, for three months. And then after that, I think she goes to Sweden. Uh So we were trying to go visit her in France, but I don't know if that's going to happen because I'm a little broke right now, not broke, but like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm trying to like spend money right now. But um, yeah, um so I think you
0: should you should definitely live your best life. I mean you're an engineer too now. Okay. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can make it out there. Okay. Moving on from travel. I want to hear your advice to mechanical engineers and young professionals and where you see yourself in five years.
1: Um, so advice to mechanical engineers. Well, if you're still in school, um just be on top of your stuff like apply to internships um join clubs have stuff to put on your resume because it's just going to make it easier to get a job after so definitely do that definitely even just like even if you're not a mechanical engineer like literally doing anything like just (laughs) just do internships and stuff um and network network because like networking will get you a lot of places um and then like if you're already working um i would say just like try to try different things like if you're at a company hopefully they let you try different like types of jobs or different types different type of work so you can kind of see like what you like best Mm -hmm. um and then you kind of decide because like for me i'm still kind of figuring out what kind of route i want to take um but yeah just like try different things out and then don't be scared to like if you're not happy somewhere like you know don't be scared to like leave and try something else um, that's what I would say for that. Or where you see yourself in five years. Five years. That's a hard one. <laughs> Cause I don't even know where I see myself at like the end of this week, honestly. <laughs> but um I don't know. Hopefully I'm like at a job that I like really love. Like some I I wanna be somewhere where like I like what I'm doing. Like I really like what I'm doing and I actually feel like fulfilled and obviously like I want to be making good money. Um Mm-hmm. Hopefully, in five years, I have a man because because <laughs> I've been struggling with that. But that's a whole different podcast, girl. That's a whole different podcast. Um, but yeah, hopefully, in five years, that happens at some point.
0: I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule and exciting <laughs> life, and your working work from home days and your laundry to join me today and I was really looking forward to this even though I told you like yesterday. Okay. <laughs> I've been looking forward to it for the past day and a half. Um because I, I was telling Andrea like I haven't seen her in a minute, okay? And it's always nice catching up with you.
1: I know. This was so fun. And now I'm like, we need to like meet up because it's been too long. West Hollywood is not far from me. I'm literally down to just come and hang out with you. Girl, yes. I will hit you up. I will hit you up. For For sure. sure.
0: Alexa is back from New York.
2: Hallelujah. I am. I am. It's so sad that I keep missing the twins because they're both so great and I would have loved to chat with them, but... Just our schedules just sometimes don't align, guys, and that's the reality of it. <laughs> yeah, Alexa is a bee busy gal. So is Bree. So is Bree. But I mean, it's been it works out that there's two of us because if one of us can't make it, most likely the other one can. So it all worked out. But very really
0: true.
2: very excited to be back and ready to get on with these
0: desserts. Yeah. Before we get started with desserts, I want to hear how your trip to New York
2: went. It was a really fun. I was my desserts are all new york themed. um it's you know, it's really sad when you come back after like a really fun trip, come back to reality to your routine. but New York was great, funny because everyone I know was expecting me not to like New York because if you know me, you know I'm very like routine. I like my suburban life and mm-hmm. you know being able to drive wherever I wanted but I actually really enjoyed um, you know the influencer life in New York I say influencer life because I'm assuming uh, influencers just go around taking pictures hanging out around the city unlike you know a normal New Yorker who probably works but it was really nice the city is very much the city that never sleeps very exciting I think it was also really fun like the company that I was with like I went with like a ton of friends in Jaime and we got to do a lot of you know basic touristy things but I had also never been to Brooklyn so that was really exciting for me I channeled my inner Tess Christine if you know who she is she's a YouTuber um, based in Brooklyn so that was really exciting also had top-notch pizza friend you would love New York for their food um we need to go together sometime because I know you and I would have fun eating pasta everywhere. Definitely. Yeah, I would I would eat pe- uh, pasta and I was like, wow, Brie would like this.
0: <laughs> I um, think I saw one of your dishes on somebody's story because, you know, I follow
2: like five out of eight of you or something yeah. like that. And so I was like, wow, I'm really missing out. I know. Brie and I are yet to take like an actual like big trip together. So hopefully that's in the future for us because I think it'd be really fun. We're also very similar in a lot of things. I feel like we'd both enjoy eating a lot of food. Definitely. What were your top three places that you visited? Okay, so top three. I have to say one of them is Dumbo. Um, in particular, there's this place called Timeout Out Market. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I like it so much is actually funny. It reminded me of Liberty Station here in San Diego because it has like a ton of little food like like um what's well, a market so essentially you can grab food from whatever little place you want to mm-hmm. and they have like a little area to eat a little lounge um, if you want to get drinks and stuff but you step out of the market and you have this gorgeous view of the new york skyline of manhattan and it was just like stunning and yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. Also, just like any time of the day you go anywhere in New York, it's like there's people out and about doing stuff. And I thought that was cool. So, definitely Dumbo. Second one is actually Chelsea Market. Can you guys tell I like markets? Um, it, similar vibe, bunch of little shops and restaurants. You could just eat everywhere. But Chelsea in general, the area was beautiful. If I ever live in New York, I would love to live in New York. Of course, their apartments are like $4,000 like for a one-bedroom, one-bath. It's Mm -hmm. ridiculous. But Chelsea was the second one. For the third, oh, I don't know. So I really like Soho. Soho is like where all the influencers and all the Revolve, Aritzia, all those pages that post on Instagram, they take their pictures in Soho. Um, Soho is really cool. A lot of stores, so very – very populated. At least when we went on like Saturday, there was like a ton of people everywhere um, shopping. Mm-hmm. And as basic as we are, we went to, of course, the stores we have here, like Lululemon,
0: wow. uh, Zara,
2: <laughs> and not not as many boutique, sh- uh, boutique shopping as I thought. But I'm going to give my third one to this pizza shop in like the NoHo area. It's called Nolita's. Best pizza I think I've ever had. Like, wow. top-notch. Apparently, um, it's, like, been – a lot of people have been there. Actually, on their wall uh, at the little pizza shop, they have a picture of Kylie Jenner, like, pre-Kylie pre Cosmetics Kylie mm-hmm. Jenner. Uh, and I thought that was really funny, and a bunch of celebrities have been there. But, yeah, 10 out of 10 pizza. Wow. So, yeah, that was um New York in a nutshell. Also, there was this bar in Dumbo. I can go on and on, but I'll talk about it a little more with my desserts. Did you run into the gals on the go? I was so sad, guys. So Brie and I listened to or listened to and watched these YouTubers uh, named Danielle and Brooke. And they live in the Lower East Side. So I literally went to the Lower East Side with the intent of running into them. In my naive head, I was like, yeah, it's only so big, right? Like, I have to run into them. Hell no. (laughs) New York is so freaking huge. Um... Because there's just people everywhere. So there was like this market one day and I, one of their friends, I don't know if you know who Katie Bellotti is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, she was there at the market and I was like, I'm going to run into her for sure. Hell no. There's so many people at the damn market. I didn't even- see <laughs> anyone. Anyway, and everyone looks the same, dude. Um, Every girl looks as basic as like we do. Like, you know, the, the claw clip, the, taint, the crop top, the loose pants. So, like, they could have all. Yeah. Um, But, no, I didn't get to run into them. Very sad, very sad. And, literally, I wanted to go to, like, the bars that they were going to. But it just didn't work out. It wasn't in the cards. But I will return to New York and run into them eventually. You were supposed to find them. They are our inspiration. They literally are. They were our inspiration for starting this uh, podcast. So, I'm really sad because I would have been, like, I know it's funny because even jazz because jazz follows them as well and she was like oh we have to look for them did you see that they're at this restaurant but I mean even though it's only a few blocks away sometimes like I don't know it just didn't work out we were always like a few steps behind them and then I was even more sad because another one of my favorite youtubers Michelle Reed Mm -hmm. was also in the city oh wow yeah And then turns out she was in the in the Upper West Side, which I was a day before. And I was like, oh, why? Why? But it's it's hard going influencer hunting in New York when everyone apparently is an influencer. We sound like stalkers. I know. But honestly, I know if you're out there and you have a favorite influencer, you know, it's like meeting a celebrity. I think I almost wanted to meet them more than any celebrity I've ever wanted to meet. Heck yeah, because I feel like they're a lot more approachable. Yeah, definitely. And they always say, they're like, oh, if you guys see us on the street, like, you could stop us. Say um, hi. Yeah, and I would have loved to be in their vlogs. You know how, like, sometimes people approach them and they'll be like, Yeah, and, oh, and they're gals vlogging? on the go, re- running yeah. into gals on the go. I would have I pretended like I was listening to gals on the go on that moment be like, I'm listening to gals on the go. <laughs> they're like, I totally just
0: saw you pull your phone up, so. Whatever, but that was that. Anyways, shall
2: we, Fran?
0: Yeah, definitely. I appreciate you giving us a little summary of your trip, but I would love to hear more post pod. I will definitely so much more to come. But now it's time for triple T Trans trends,
2: trending. So what you got for me? So my triple team is going to be um, an object that I bought in New York. Uh, I mean, out of all the things, but Mm. Uh, definitely. Cause I can literally highlight my whole trip, but I'm going to say a particular thing just because I feel like I haven't really set an object for my triple T in a while. Mm-hmm. So, um, the bulky sneaker has been like a major trend for a while. And I try to get, I like, I wanted some, but I also don't like when my feet look too big. Yeah. So I was not about it. I was kind of looking around in New York, hoping to find like some unique shoes and stuff. LOL, ended up going to Madewell, which we also have here in San Diego. Uh, and I found these, like, super cute, like, white and, like, nude beige sneakers, which I was really happy about because they look like the typical – like, the dad shoe that's really in style right now, but more, like, feminine. So I was really excited to get those. I will show you a picture of them, friend, just because I don't have – well, actually, they're in the closet. <laughs> but for those of you not – um. Currently, you know, seeing what I'm showing Brie, they're just like some really cute sneakers, very comfortable. And I use them out while walking in the city and they were cute and usable. So let me show you, friend. We can post. Oh, those are cute. Very cute. Yeah. Yeah. So that is my Triple T, a comfortable shoe for a comfortable gal. Also, they're not kidding when they say you walk everywhere in New York. Like, mm-hmm. my goodness, my feet hurt so freaking bad. So I that's bet. An- that's another reason why I bought the sneakers because I was walking around in my Air Force ones and they were just like not cutting it. Yeah. So got the cute dad sneakers, and that is my triple T. Made Love well. It. They're mm-hmm. very cute.
0: Maybe Thanks. we'll post your sneakers on the story.
2: <laughs> yeah. Imagine people who don't listen to the product are like, why the hell are they posting
0: <laughs> sneakers?
2: It's important. Yeah. What
0: about you, friend? My triple T for this week is something that's super, super exciting. So, my Thea participated on the Wheel of Fortune um, this week. So, it was Teacher's Week and they selected okay. her and she competed. And she threw this, well, actually, her husband threw her a big old party at her house. When I say big, it was like immediate family, but he went all out. So, we get there and because she signed an NDA, she couldn't tell us like the amount of money she won or Really? anything. Yeah. So, we get there, we're watching it live. She gets the first puzzle and we're uh-huh. like cheering like go. <laughs> and then I swear it felt like we were watching a sporting event. We were just <laughs> hype. We were like, "Yeah, she got the letter." We were talking trash about her competitors or like, "Oh, freaking Rob, like he doesn't know nothing." Mm-hmm. And What was funny was that she competed against this teacher who was, like, very confident. She had won the prize puzzle. And typically in Wheel of Fortune, once you win the prize puzzle, you essentially win the whole game. Mm -hmm. So she thought she had it in the bag. But turns out, my came from behind. She was able to guess a phrase, comparing and contrasting. Mm -hmm. And that gave her $15,000. So wow. she won and we were cheery. We were like, "Woo! That's so freaking cool." So awesome, right? And so when you win, you get to go to like the additional bonus puzzle and um it was so she would have if she would have gotten that correct, she would have won an additional 39,000. Mm-hmm. But it was a tough one. Anyways, a huge shout out to my Thea who freaking won. She did so amazing. I was so, so proud of her, and it was literally such a great day. We were just, like, hyping her
2: up, and it was so much fun. Dude, that's so cool. I mean, it's so hard getting on these, like, uh, competition TV shows, and then to win? That's freaking crazy. What's crazy about her story is that she's actually –
0: she sent in a video like two times before. She's been trying to compete since she was like 20. She loves oh my the show, right? Uh-huh. And she had kind of given up on her dream, but apparently she was sitting in her classroom one day during the pandemic, and she's like, let me just send in this quick little video. And sure enough, they selected her. What happens when you... you then you compete to even be on the show. So then wow. she was like, had to compete against other c- potential candidates, and she made it, so...
2: That's super gnarly. Well,
0: go Bristia. Woo! Shout out to Ella. Amazing job. Okay, on to... Let me complain for a sec.
2: Well, I guess it's only on brand for me today that I talk about how sad I am to be back in San Diego. It's funny because... Normally, when I return from a vacation, like I'm really happy to be home because yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm fed up of being with the people I was with, of spending money, of not being in my own bed. But this was like the first trip in a. I mean, I don't don't get me wrong, my my national park trips were really fun, but because we're out hiking and stuff, I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. So I just like when I got home, I was like, yep, I'm I'm ready but this was a really fun trip just because it was such a interesting group of our friends together. And sometimes I think I'm like, dang, like, when am I ever going to travel with this group of people again? Because I mean, for it to all work out for everyone on these exact dates was like a miracle in itself. So Mm
1: -hmm.
2: anyway, yeah, coming back here, I was like, so sad. Also just like New York is, like, really cool in the sense that it has something for everyone. So, like, the reasons why my sister Jay, who's very much, like, a fashionista, like, very trendy, like, loves it, is a different reason why I, like, why I liked it. Because I liked it more so for, like, the architecture, like, all, like, the, how lively it was the different kinds of people, of cultures and stuff, and the food uh so coming back here was like oh here I go back to my suburban life (laughs) um and it just seemed really cool so like now I'm like considering applying to schools over there because I think it would be fun I think the idea with New York I mean I guess it's different for everyone but it seems like a cool place to live for for like a certain time in your life to kind of experience that um the city it's not somewhere where I would want to be like in my like late 30s though like it'd be something cool in your 20s you, you, you feel me friend
0: definitely I always think New York would be an amazing
2: place to live for a good like two or three years exactly so like um yeah like in my mind I'm like playing with the idea realistically anyone who knows me knows they're like nah you're not gonna do that but it was cool to think about it for a while so mm-hmm. uh so yeah just Just a little bum. Also because that was the last vacation I'm taking for a while because I need to get back on the school grind. So Mm -hmm. a a combination of things. But that is, I guess, my not-so-sad complaint of the week or kind of sad. I don't know. It depends how you interpret it. I'm also very tired. So, Yeah, I mean, I don't
0: feel too bad for you because you live in San Diego and it's still a pretty cool city to live in. That
2: is true. So I I could be going back home to, like, sack. (laughs) Haha, <laughs> Kyle, <I'm> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, just I like But I that. still validate your feelings. Thank you, friend. I really appreciate it. So okay. what's your complaint of the week?
0: Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with something that happened to me today. I decided that now that Finn's off in grad school, I need to start being serious about working out. So I immediately after work went to the gym and what's awesome about my company is they have a personal trainer Mm -hmm. Tuesdays and Thursdays. He has classes from four 30 to five 30. And I get there not intentionally to join the class, but kind of just to work out. And he was like, are you, are you here for the class? And I was like, can I, can I join? And he's like, of course. And so I did the whole one hour personal trainer. He really kicked my butt. Um, well, it was multiple of us, but it was it felt very one-on-one because there was only three of us at the time. And he gave us our little exercises and I felt like I needed to push myself because he was there versus mm-hmm. normally when I'm working out by myself, I'm like, yeah, I'll just take a break every three yeah. seconds. You know? Um, So I'm very tired. My muscles are very sore. And at the end of the class, he was like,
2: how was it, Bree? Like, great job for your first day. And I was like, stuff it's honestly this is what i i mean workout classes could be great if you need the motivation and you get motivated by people telling you what to do and by others working out Mm -hmm. but sometimes like i think you and i might be the same way in the sense like you feel kind of competitive where you're like well i can do it too yeah (laughs) so then like you push yourself to an extreme um which is probably why you're sore but i feel that friend i mean good for you for going out and doing personal training because that's freaking hard
0: yeah, it was very tough. And he's like, I hope to see you Thursday. And I was like, I will, but... <laughs> if I can walk. If I couldn't even make it here. I was driving <laughs> and I couldn't even have my hands on the wheel because I was so sore. Oh, that's
2: that's cool, though. It'll give you something like a new thing to, to do. And especially since they give it to you for free, we love free things. Of course. That's what makes it 10 times better.
0: Would I even go if it was not free? Definitely not. Probably not. Yeah. But... Um, I think that brings our episode to a close. I wanted to thank you and Kyle for that super great episode last week. The travel, I listened to the whole thing, and it was so interesting. I loved your story about your
2: like scary hotel in Mexico. <laughs> I had never heard that one.
0: It, was, it cracked me up.
2: Yeah, no, it was really funny. Yeah, and again, major thanks to Kyle because he was literally called up like 24 hours before, uh, and he managed to you know, be a great co-host. So No, good yeah, and
0: he's so well-traveled, so I loved hearing, he was like, hmm, do I want to pick Portugal? Or do I want to pick Switzerland?
2: Or do I want to pick London? And I'm like,
0: I haven't been to one international place, sir, so please come down.
2: <laughs> I feel that, but yeah, major thanks to Kyle and to Andrea for... Um, letting us giving us some insight into her life as a mechanical engineer really exciting love her hopefully next time we have both of the twins uh I could be here and actually chat with them but
0: for sure a big thank you again um thank you to our listeners make sure to tune in next Wednesday and have a great week bye guys bye